Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And we are back once again with another installment of Locked On Texans, your daily podcast covering your favorite football team, the Houston Texans, every single day. And as always, I'm your host, ESPN Houston reporter covering the Texans, Cody Davis, along with my partner in crime. John, some sports guy Hickman, you're locked on Texans football analyst. <laughs> Cody, I'm telling you, you gotta stop saying your favorite. I don't know how many, I don't know how many fans are really favoring this team right now, but at the end of they, the day, they still have those diehard fans who will look past do. all the foolishness and still rep this team. We 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 will see how long that will last. But what will last? Technology. Pull out your phone right now. Go ahead and subscribe to the Locked On Texas podcast on all of the major podcasts and platforms. If you got an Android, go ahead and subscribe on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You got an uh, Apple, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Megaphone. Check us out every day. We got a guest today, Chris Stevenson, the I-Formation podcast covering the NFL. Want to hop on with us, so we're going to uh, talk to him about what's going on uh, with this team right now. Uh, but first, Cody. Leslie Frazier, second interview. Uh, Got to look at that. And then, you know, the mess. You know, first of all, before we even get to what it means for Deshaun, I think ESPN and their graphic team has to understand that you don't wake a sleeping giant. Clay Thompson, when they were up 3-1, when he made that comment about LeBron and the Cavs, and you remember when LeBron laughed? You remember the the man laugh? laughed. And, there, <laughs> and at that point, I knew it was over. It was over. That, that switch clicked. And, you know, sometimes you don't need to wake a sleeping giant. So we're going to look at how not only did ESPN disrespect Patrick Mahomes by saying um, Josh Allen was better than Mahomes, but overall the chatter of Allen being better than Deshaun Watson, uh, that was something that Cody wanted to hit on. And I think it's a good, fun topic. Listen, right now we are in limbo with this team. Every rumor that's circulating – We've been talking about it for the last week and a half, two weeks. Uh, no matter who the sources are, no matter where it's coming from, no matter if we're hearing it from our sources or not, it's the same thing verbatim down here. And all we're waiting on right now is to see whether or not they will make that higher, whether or not it'll be it'll be the enemy and the next direction of this team. Now, we will dive into some player positions and coaches uh, coming up soon. But, you know, before we even get to that, later on uh, in the showtime and probably for next week, Leslie Frazier getting his second interview. Uh, how big is that? It's really big. And I know as soon as that news broke, everybody started screaming out, Airbnb, me, Airbnb, me, like we have been doing for what the past seems like an eternity by now. But at the end of the day, regardless how you feel about it, the Houston Texans are truly doing their due diligence in this head coaching search. And we, and I'm not going to spend too much time on it because we actually talked about Leslie Frazier versus Eric enemy on yesterday. And I still believe that, yes, I, 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 I 100% want to see Eric enemy, but if they don't go with him, Leslie Frazier should be their next candidate for hire. He put together 
one of the best defensive teams in the league this past season. You saw what he was able to do in the playoffs, and it was part of the reason why he was playing in the AFC Championship game. And I understand it. He allowed the Kansas City Chiefs to score 38 points on him, and I believe they scored somewhere in the ballpark of 24 to 27 straight points. I understand it, but at the end of the day, I don't think it's fair to hold Sunday's performance that the Buffalo Bills defense showed I don't think it's fair to hold that against Leslie Frazier because at the end of the day, you're talking about one of the most talented teams that this league has ever seen in Kansas City. John, you and I talked about it a lot here on this show. The Texans defense needs a lot of help. Not only do they need talent, but they need somebody on the sideline who is going to be able to put their defensive players in a position to succeed. You know, a guy like Leslie Frazier is possibly able to help the 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 constant struggles that we are seeing from Lonnie Johnson Jr. He can probably finally get Justin Reed to that point to what we saw in his rookie season that looked really, really promising. Then over the next two years, it was so-so. And then, of course, the defensive lines with the young guys that we have with Ross Blacklock, with Jonathan Grenard being out there. I truly believe that Leslie Frazier is the coach that's going to help take the Texans defense to that next level. Now, he's not going to be able to fix everything because at the end of the day, they need talent more than anything on that defensive side of the ball. But to have a leader out there, someone who is defensive-minded like Frazier, I think he is the next best candidate. But at the end of the day, I do want to say you have to give respect to Nick Casterio. This man is really taking his time in his head coaching search. And I just hope and pray that this team waits until after the Super Bowl before they make their head coaching higher. Why? Because I will feel more confident that the Texans did everything that they needed to to say this is the candidate we are going with, rather that's Airbnb or not. And by the way, David Cully is also traveling uh, to Houston today for his second job interview with the Texans. Uh, he's a part of the Ravens coaching staff, spent three decades in the NFL. Um, he's also the Ravens assistant head coach. So um, Casario is doing what he needs to do in his, in his opinion, to make sure he gets it right, I think time is still ticking. We've heard the rumors of whether or not they hire the enemy or whoever they feel Deshaun will want. Uh, he wants out. I don't know how much truth that is to that, but that's something we'll definitely keep our eye on. But look, with Leslie Frazier, the thing about Leslie, if he, if he comes to Houston, then I fully expect Tim Kelly to be around. And I, I think that is great because you are you would go into the next season with somebody that was already down with you in that bad point and in that bad point he proved to know what works best for your quarterback and and I also would add that we know that the Texans do not have a lot of draft picks the senior bowl is this upcoming weekend and I think that the scouting team really needs to take a look at the defensive side of the ball uh, of players in this senior bowl because every year there's some gems. There's players that you can go pick out. Uh, even with the Texans, like, look, Max Sharpen was a part of that senior bowl. And his rookie year was, I'm not going to say phenomenal, but he had a really solid rookie year. I think the injury and COVID and the fact that Mike Devlin is still the offensive line coach, so there was no real progression hurt him. But the senior bowl is something that this team will take a look into. Right. And, and 
and whoever the next coach is, they will dive into a full scouting lifestyle to figure out the best talent available when they are ready to make their picks when they're on the clock. And John, to piggyback off you really quick, just like you said, that means most likely that Tim Kelly is going to be around. And maybe that's a good thing for keeping Deshaun Watson as well, because prior to him departing for the offseason, Deshaun Watson did say out of everybody on this coaching staff, the one person he wants to see back is Tim Kelly. We don't know. We don't know what Deshaun wants anymore. We don't know. We don't know a real direction of this team until we get the breaking news. The Texans have hired underscore you fill in the blank for whoever you want. Uh, but there's only one place that has you covered and one place we trust whenever you want to make a bet. The Super Bowl is coming up. The odds will be crazy. You need to make some extra money. I know I will be betting and I'm telling you guys to do the same. Check out betonline.ag. You sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use promo code locked on for your 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use promo code locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Hey guys, get more of sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Burkowski, host of Locked On Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest story with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all of the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for sticking around and checking out the Locked On Texas podcast. You know, we love you guys. And one thing that we love to do here on the Locked On podcast uh, network in general, but specifically with the Texans, Cody and I, we love discussing the NFL, the Texans with other minds because, you know, great minds think alike, but great minds also challenge one another. And for today's episode, Chris Stevenson of the I Formation podcast, is joining us, the NFL podcast, uh, Formation is joining us. Chris Stevenson, how are you doing? Welcome into the show. Man, I'm great, man. Thanks. Thank you guys for having me. Before we get started, where can everybody find you uh, on Twitter, your podcast, all of the platforms? Just give everybody a quick check where they can check you out. Um, all the um, major formations just kept me at I underscore formation pod. Sounds great, my man. So, Chris, let's get started. You hear the rumors, you know what's going on with the Houston Texans, and we're not even about to go through the whole entire process. So I'm about to just ask you straight up. Who do you think the Texans should hire as their next head coach? We, Me, me and John, we just talked about it in the first segment. They're bringing in Leslie Frazier for a second interview. Eric Bieniemy is still out there. Where do you think the Texans should go? Eric Bieniemy, no question. So, what makes you so confident about Eric Bieniemy? You know, because me and John, we had this discussion a lot ever since Bill O'Brien has been fired. You know, mm. what what type of mind should the Houston Texans go after? Should it be a defensive type of minded guy? Should it be an offensive type of minded guy? Because as you know, this Texans defense is terrible. You know, and at first I was on the verge of saying, you know, this should be an offensive minded guy because I want to see somebody that's going to elevate Deshaun Watson. But at the same time, I'm looking at it from a standpoint of A, this defense need a lot of help and B, regardless of who calling the shots on the sideline, Deshaun Watson, hopefully, I pray and I pray to God that he's still doing it in Houston. He can make any coach look good. Man, I feel like it should be an offensive-minded guy because, like you said, on the defense, there's too many holes because if you're bringing a defensive-minded coach, you have the secondary this week, the defensive line is getting old, 
you got somebody like the enemy, like that can put up about 30 to 35 points a game, the defense just has to be so-so and they can get into the playoffs, possibly the Super Bowl the next couple of years. Whatever coach that they go with, that is going to be the goal. Who can get the Texans to the Super Bowl in the next couple of years? And the, 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 to be honest with you, Chris, whether they keep Deshaun Watson or not, it's going to be a very, very long time before we can start talking Super Bowl and the, and the right. Texans in the same sentence. You know, a couple of years ago, when you had DeAndre Hopkins, when you had J.J. Watt still in his prime, when you had Jadavion Clowney and the young Deshaun Watson, it seems like they was on the verge of getting towards that Super Bowl. But now it seems like that is a like really far out there. So speaking of Deshaun Watson, you see the news was going on. You know, I would say, do you or do you not feel Deshaun Watson is going to be in Houston? But with you being from Georgia, the same state as Deshaun Watson, I feel like you might give us some bias and say, yeah, he should leave. And I'm pretty sure you might be one of the ones that's going to <laughs> go in his mention and, and tweet a picture of him in an Atlanta Falcons jersey. But with that being said, Chris, I want to ask you this. Deshaun mm-hmm. Watson over the weekend said that his top two destinations is New York and Miami. Do you or do you not feel that if he forces himself out of Houston, especially to those two franchises, he might risk putting himself in a position where he's going to end up in a worse situation if he leaves the Texans and go to another organization. Especially the Jets. Like the the Jets aren't any better than the Texans in my opinion. I mean Miami will be a better destination because they have a defense that's on the rise, but the Jets, like the offensive line is horrible. Like they have no receivers. Um Hendon the tight end is in and out of the lineup. So it's like unless they get somebody in like Allen Robinson, I don't see why the Jets would be a, a ideal destination for him. Well, when you look at the situation overall and understanding where Watson and this organization stand, also considering that Watson does have an NBA-like contract with a no-trade clause, uh, in your humble opinion, opinion, where do you see uh, Watson landing that is the best fit for him uh, that makes him say, you know what, I'll waive my no-trade clause to go to this destination and also in return, Houston can have assets moving forward to rebuild if the trade happens. The San Francisco 49ers, without a doubt. Like, that is the idea that is tailor-made for him. Like, the offense with Samuel, Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, and the defense is still um, top three, top four, maybe. All all those guys are in their prime. I mean, Sherman's on the, you know, on the decline, but he still can play. Um, but I would say San Francisco, no question. They will be in the Super Bowl probably next year with Deshaun Watson, their quarterback. They had a 12th pick, you know, trade to the Texas, and you can reunite uh, Casario with his old boy, Jimmy G. Re- reunite the Patriots. I know I'm not the general manager of the Texans, but the only way I'm trading Deshaun Watson to San Francisco, you better bring in Nick Bosa and whoever the hell else I asked for in a trade because it, no, we're going to need more than the 12 picks, you know? And that is part of the reason why I asked you that question, because I feel like wherever Deshaun Watson goes or forces way to the Texans, they're going to ask for a King's ransom. And then some like it, it's going to be a plethora of draft picks. It's going to be possibly two, maybe three promising young players. And hopefully they're on the defensive side of the ball. I, I just, that's why I kind of feel 
if he forces his way out of town, he might be in a worse situation. But at the same time, I kind of understand it because at the end of the day, his frustration with this organization goes beyond the X's and O's on the field. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Now, in that sense, the Jets will be ideal because the Jets will give them the second pick and multiple first-round picks for the next couple of years. I agree with that in that aspect, but other than that, like, I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't trade the show. <laughs> like, this guy's a top three, top four quarterback in the NFL, but, I mean, if he's unhappy with the organization, which I, I agree with him on that aspect because they just told him so many things. I feel like they just t- told him what he wanted to hear. You know, they paid him his money. Okay, that'll shut him up for a while. Now he can be quiet while we choose who we want to choose. And now he's just like, okay, I'm at my wit's end, so it's time to go. Chris Stevenson, the host of the I-Formation podcast. Thank you so much, Chris, for taking time out your day to join me and John here on Locked On Texans. Really quick, once again, where can the listeners follow you at on social media? I'm on all social media platforms. Follow me at I underscore formation pod. With every increasing number of makes like Fiat, Kia, and models like Pacifica and XT5, it is now impossible to stock all of your parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidated questioning and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing only the brand his warehouse happens to carry? Come on, guys, we can do better than that. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at your home and in your pocket. One reason to repair and maintain your car is to save money that you can use for other important things like mortgage or food. Why would you choose to spend 30, 50 or even 100 percent more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or new car dealership? For example, the Delphi FG 1456 fuel pump assembly for a 2005 through 2010 Honda Odyssey cost $353.99 at Advance, a big chain store. But it only cost $216.79 at rockauto.com. Chain stores have a different price tiering for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. Rockauto.com prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices available rather than the changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require a membership or account login. Go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Do You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Spring is around the corner, which means summer is definitely going to follow. You want that summer body, but you also want a snack. Bill Bar is the best tasting protein bar out on the market. And I'm telling you right now, you need to check it out. Six new amazing flavors like cookies and cream, lemon almond cheesecake. You know, I say that I say those two a lot because they're my favorite two flavors. And then I also look at the 12 original flavors. My mother loves that peanut butter brownie. The bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They are soft and easy to chew. Bill Bar is great for the health conscious guy. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. The bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and high fiber. Get a free cooler with purchase while supplies last. Just go to BillBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 20% off your next order. Use promo code locked on for 20% off at billboard.com. Thank God last year is over, but it's time to start fresh 
and a few more wins. If you're betting this year and want more wins, listen to Locked On Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They're picking college basketball, football, and NBA locks all winter long. Subscribe to Locked On Bets wherever you get your podcast. Before getting out of here, I just want to touch on a topic that's really been irking my nerves over the past couple of weeks. And that is people saying that Josh Allen is better than Deshaun Watson. And, you know, no disrespect to Allen. I believe that this guy has a bright future ahead of him. What he has done for the Buffalo Bills is amazing. And I'm not even going to lie to you. I, I actually like watching Josh Allen. But there is nothing in hell that this man does that's better than Deshaun Watson. Come on now, y'all. And and John and listeners, working in sports, I hate recency bias. I, I really do. Because you because you really have people thinking that just because Deshaun Watson played for one of the worst teams in the league last season, because he couldn't get that team to the playoffs, you have people thinking that Josh Allen is better. To be fair, they did duel each other uh, last year in the playoffs. Texas won that game 22-19. My point exactly. So Deshaun Watson won that, and Josh Allen blew a lead to Deshaun Watson just like he blew a lead to Patrick Mahomes, and you got people out here thinking that Josh Allen is better than Patrick Mahomes. Come on now. Everybody blows leads to Patrick Mahomes. I think we are not in the position – to talk about blown leads and the Chiefs in the same sentence. I will say this, to be fair, Josh Allen has way better deep ball than Deshaun Watson. Uh, he has a stronger arm than Deshaun Watson. But I think overall, if you, I think if Deshaun is on the Buffalo Bills, man, with a competent head coach like Sean McDermott and a competent front office that knows how to build pieces, who knows what we'll see. Uh, but for me, and I, I just like to talk football, I'm going to step away from Deshaun Watson. Disney, because Disney owns ESPN. And, and ESPN put that graphic out there, better quarterback, and they checked off for, uh, for, for Josh Allen. And, you know, you said you hate the fans of recency getting caught in the moment. Um, and that is the great thing about sports coding and listeners at home or in your car. But the greater thing about sports is reminding y'all who the hell I am. And that's what Patrick Mahomes had to do on Sunday. And with this conversation of whether or not, because I didn't want to talk about it. When, when Cody brought it up, I was like, do we really have to talk about this? But it took Josh Allen three years to get to this MVP form. And I am a fan of Josh Allen because I'm a fan of the way they allowed Josh Allen to grow. I think they knew when they drafted him, he was going to be a project and you had to go all in similar to what the Ravens did with Lamar Jackson. You have to create a team around him in order for your team and the quarterback to succeed. And I like Josh, Um, but let's not forget what Patrick Mahomes has done in his first three years. Let's not do that. And more importantly, let's not forget what Deshaun has done with an incompetent front office, an incompetent coach, uh, a coach that traded for a running back that hadn't been good in several years, uh, a coach that 
let DJ Reader walk and then overpaid players like Rudy Merciless, that a coach that traded Jadavion Clowney. I can keep going. <laughs> you know what I mean? And the I worst part, going. and the best part about it, the man was better. He got better. And got better. And got better. Nearly threw for 5,000 yards with no real true number one receiver for the entirety of a season and no run game. So let's look at the pressure Deshaun Watson had throughout the course of 17 weeks for 16 games uh, with no defense, constantly trying to keep them in the game, constantly in one score games and the other side of the ball could not make a stop. So, uh, and I, like I said, I like Josh Allen and guys, please don't try to spin this into, you know, because we talk about race, uh, uh, and I, I'm not going to say a lot, but we do mention race on the show, but this is not that. I'm a fan of Josh Allen. I like Josh Allen. And I think Josh Allen is one of those guys where you say, you know what? I have a beer with you. I, I have no problem with you taking my daughter to prom. I have no problem with you saying, you know, you want to marry. I, I like Josh. I think he's a nice guy. And he had an MVP caliber year, but he's no Deshaun Watson. I'm just some sports guy here. Thank you guys for tuning in today on Tuesday's show. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Locked On Texans. Like us on Facebook. Follow me on Twitter at Some Sports Guy. I like sports questions. I really do. But if we can talk about music or movies, we can talk about sports. I like sports. I love sports. And as always, I'm your host, Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C O T Y D A V I S underscore 24. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace. You are Locked On Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.